top of the morning to the saints of the Most High God. This is Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, coming to you this morning, saying good morning to everyone that's on the line. Good morning to the intercessors. Good morning to the saints of the Most High God. Good morning to every man of God that is on this line this morning. I pray that you had a wonderful church service on yesterday, however you're getting your message out. It is very important that you get that message out, and we thank God for you being faithful, committed, and consistent to continue to feed the flock of God. I believe that getting the word to the people of God is vitally important, very essential in the times that we're in. The word of God is everything, and we talked about that yesterday. We're talking about the message of hope uh, in our services and how God has given us a wonderful promise. God's entire word is a promise to us. It's a book full of promises, full of promises. And we thank God for the promises that we have given. he has given us. One of the things you have to understand is God has given you a promise. God cannot turn back on his word. God would never lift up a promise and then not fulfill that promise. And that's why we can put all of our hope, all of our faith, all of our trust in God, because he alone is a faithful God. And we thank God for that this morning, that he alone is a faithful God. So this morning, we have with us Sister Helena. She will be doing our prayer requests and praying for those prayer requests this morning. Sister Helena, Minister Helena, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderful, Bishop. How are you? I am doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Here we go. I'm blessed on top, rising, and highly favored. How All about right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it is Monday, and we're blessed. We're on top. We're rising, and we're highly favored. And I knew that would put a smile on her face because that's what Bishop Hawkson used to say always from Africa. How are you, Bishop? I'm blessed on top. I'm rising. I'm highly favored. And that's what we saw this morning. We thank God for you, Elena, as we get ready to minister the word of the Lord to you all this morning. I count it a privilege and an honor always to come to you and minister the word to you. I mean, it's a blessing to me, and I pray it's a blessing to you. I love it dearly, the opportunity to give God's word. Eat that scroll and then give it to the people. That's what we talked about yesterday. Eat the message and give that message to the people. And one of the things you've got to be able to do is trust the messenger. It's important, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's important to understand who the messenger is because everyone talking today, they're not talking what God is saying. There's a lot of voices going on. A lot of voices, a lot of voices, plenty of people talking. But who has the word of the Lord in their mouth? And that's the key. Well, I guess this morning is none other than Pastor Harris. He's with us all the way from the city of Atlanta. Good morning, Pastor Harris. How are you? Uh, well, Bishop, good morning to you. Good morning to Pastor Adrian. Uh, good morning to all the saints on the line this morning. And let me say, if I didn't get a chance to do it, and I know I didn't to many, Happy Mother's Day. I know it's belated, but just I hope you enjoyed your day on yesterday. All right. Praise God. I know the ladies love that. Mamas love that. I always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. Y'all know how that is. So keep loving on mama. Mama had a great day. It's good 
when you have uh, uh, your children love their mom because as the father, you get to enjoy and all the stuff they do for her. Well, my kids did some stuff for my mom, I mean for my mom, for my my wife and, and cooked and all that, and I got a chance to sit on the sideline and enjoy all the food. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. I didn't have to cook anything, praise Jesus. I enjoyed all of the food. So, you know, like Pastor Aaron said, happy Mother's Day. It's belated, but happy Mother's Day. God bless you. Father, we honor you this morning. We bless you. We magnify you. The fruit of our lips giving thanks and praise because you alone are the redeemer of our life. We thank you for this great and awesome day that you have made, and it we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you, Father, that you've delivered us from the powers of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby you've given us the legal right to call you Abba, Father. And so, Father, we call out your name this morning as we declare your word this morning, we thank you that you have authorized us as your citizens, as your children, to use your word. So we command the morning this morning with the authority of your word as we come boldly to your throne of grace that we might find grace and that we might find favor and mercy in time of need. We say good morning, Father God, good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. We declare that your will will be done this morning, in Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Harris? Amen. Well, good morning, everyone, again. Uh, we are going to dwell on the God's word. Uh, I'm going to come from Colossians uh, 3 and 15, and I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation, and go like this. So it says, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. As members of one body, you are all called to live in peace and always be thankful. It's interesting um, in this text that I, I've never really went to this side. I always get to the A clause, but I didn't get to the B clause or the C clause in here. And it says, for as members of one body, you are all called to live in peace. As one body, if one part of the body is anxious and has anxiety and has fret, then the whole body is affected by that. Uh, just imagine that with your own body, if you stub your toe, uh, you know, your mind isn't thinking about, okay, what's on TV and, you know, what I got to do. Your mind quickly focuses on what do I have to do to take care of this toe. Every member of your body now is focused on how do I take care of this part of the body that's been hurt. It's the same way in the body of Christ. Everything stops when a part of the body is affected in a negative way. That's why it's important in this text, it says, for as members of one body, and we've got to be mindful of that, we are one body, you are called to live in peace, and we've got to live in peace together. So which means 
we need you to do your part on living in peace. Don't just put that on somebody else. Don't, don't, don't worry and don't be concerned about the things that are going on in this world. But watch this. Live in peace knowing that God is going to add to you everything that you need. And, and know this, that as you are salt and light, that salt has a component about it that most people don't talk about. Yep, salt makes you thirsty. Yes, salt provides nutrients to the body. Salt does, um, it preserves. But one of the things that we, we say, we um, uh, scientists know that salt does, salt has a positive charge to it. That's why you can put salt in water and watch this and, and, and add that, add electrodes to that water, and it can actually, if it's connected to a small filament light bulb, it will turn that light on. Watch this. So if you're going to be salt and light because you're a part of the body, then you also have to be positive in your reactions to what's going on in the world. So watch this. Peace got to be within you no matter what's going on. So if you want to really know what peace is, uh, in the Greek is arania or arena, a state of national tranquility, exemption from rage and havoc of war. Peace, harmony, security, and safety. And this is what the word of God gives you. It gives you peace, it gives you tranquility, and it gives you safety. You are safe in the word. The word is so powerful that um, you got to know that the word is powerful. Let me, let me just share this with you. You ever heard this saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. <laughs> You've heard that before. Now, how many of us know that that's not true? How many of you know that if I gave some words that were condescending uh, to my children or to somebody around me that knows me and I gave some words to them that were not positive, then they will be greatly affected by it. Matter of fact, it can even damage them even to their adult years. Got some witnesses on the line that you still remember some things that people told you and people said to you and, and it hurt you. And every time you see them, those words come back up in your mind and you start to regurgitate in your mind all the stuff that happened. What am I saying? Words are powerful. So if man's words are that powerful that can control your life, how powerful are God's words <laughs> or his word? They are even the more powerful to transform your life in an instant, in the twinkling of an eye, in a moment. So you have an opportunity today to make sure that, watch this, you, watch this, Remember when this pandemic first started, this old shelter in place first started, you were on 10 
because you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know how this thing was going to play out. Now look at you now. It, did, it didn't happen the way you thought it was going to happen, did it? It, did, it didn't come through the way you thought it was going to come through. Uh-huh. You were much better in a much better position than you thought you were going to be in. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so what am I saying? Is do not take what the media and the mediums are giving you because they have an agenda that want to take you somewhere other than where the word wants to take you. So you have to have, you got to take peace. And, 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 said, and let peace. Watch this. Peace doesn't just force its way in. You got to let it in. Let, let peace come in. Open up your hearts and say, peace come in. Peace, I, I, I know what's going on. Peace, take, take over. And watch this. All of us are comfortable right now, but we got to get out of our houses. You got to get out of your houses. You got to get some vitamin D. You got to get some exercise in. You got to get you got to get out of the house. You can't stay in the house all the time. This is a time where you got to prepare your mind to start going into another dimension, something that we're not used to doing in in this time. So watch this. You're going to have to let the Lord and the Holy Spirit guide you during these times. It says, and let the peace of Christ. Christ rule in your hearts. Cardia. Let the peace of God rule your hearts. To which indeed you were called into one body and be thankful. This is a time for us to be thankful that we made it this far. God didn't bring us this far to leave us. He brought us this far to show us how strong, how powerful, watch this, how strong he is and how strong we are. So, brothers and sisters, this morning, I need you to see the text in its fullness and understanding that we are all in this together. This is why this prayer call is so important. You know, one of the things I talked about on in service yesterday I talked about is the church essential. And uh, uh, one of the components in, in church being essential is you've got to have good leadership in times of need. In times like this, you have to have great spiritual leadership. Paul was talking to the Philippian church, and he says, I wish, he said, I can either, you know, be with Christ or I'd be with you. He said, but, you know, for your sake, I want to stay here. And this is why I believe, you know, Bishop Smith is a great leader is because, you know, he knows the state. He is shepherding the consciousness of the people that are committed to the ministry. And he knows that some people right now are not faring well during this time. And so he's shepherding everybody. You know, those that are doing well and those that are not, he's shepherding everybody. But what I want to say to you is it is great to have great leadership during these times because they can lead you to a place of tranquility, a place of peace, and a place of strength. Because when you are at peace, you are confident. 
Psalm 66 and, and around about verse 10, 11, 12, somewhere around in there, it says that, what's this? We've been through the fire. We've been through the water. You've let men ride over our heads. But in it all, you brought us out into a wealthy place. And that's through leadership. Leadership is going to bring you into a wealthy place. I just want you to stick with the process as God uses this man of God, this woman of God, this church family to lead you into a wealthy place. If you don't give up, if you don't quit, if you don't give in, you will find yourself walking out, living out, seeing the best days of your life that are ahead of you and they are not behind you. You need to know that this is the hour for you to do that. But you've got to have this peace. You've got to have peace because peace causes you to make better decisions. See, when you're anxious about something, you won't make good choices because your emotions will drive you and not your, your spirit. You're going to put, who's, who's driving right now? Who, if, if you got a car, uh, uh, of, of the spirit and faith and fear are in the car, who's, whose hand is on the wheel? i got to ask that question. Is faith hand on the wheel? Or did you throw faith in the back seat and let, let fear get on, 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 in, in the driver's seat? It's up to you. You decide who drives your car. So let me pray. Because I want you to know that during this time that you are essential. The church is essential. You are essential part of the body. And as the body goes, we understand that the body is led by the mind. So let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Father, we're so thankful for everyone that is on the line this morning, that they're able to hear, they're able to live out, and they're going to approach this day with a whole new mindset. They're going to move into things of the Spirit. They're going to be led by the Holy Spirit, and they're going to ask the question, Holy Spirit, what is it that you want to accomplish in me today? And as the Holy Spirit speaks, they will listen. So we thank you, Father, for even leading on this call today, we didn't know how you were going to lead, but you led us right to the place, the throne of grace, that we're able to push through anything that is hindering us from walking in peace, tranquility, security, confidence in you. And so we thank you that you blessed us, that you cover us, that you strengthen us, and that we continue to pray without ceasing, that we continue to be stronger and we continue to give uh, the desires of our heart, Lord God, to you so that you can transform them and then you can give us the things that you desire for us to do in the earth. And so we bless you and we honor you today. Let this peace, this tranquility, not only rule in our hearts, but let it emanate from us, that everybody around us, sees the peace and feels the peace and has to succumb to the peace that we have, and they got to have the same peace so that we can walk in harmony.
so that we can walk in tranquility, so we can walk in strength. And we declare this right now because your word is essential to our life, and we thank you that it is so, and we shall walk in confidence. We shall confess that you are Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Bishop. Amen. Praise God. Well, I know that right now the peace of God has entered your home, entered your residence. It's gone even deeper than being in your home. It's in your heart. And that's what we all need right now is peace. And so right now we're going to bring Minister Helena on. She's going to read to us the prayer requests, pray over those prayer requests. As she prayed, let's set all of our agreement with the words that she declared over these people's lives this morning. Minister Helena. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. So we have two. We have one prayer request from Brian, who is asking us to pray for Thomas Smith. Thomas Smith is recovering from cancer, and he wants us to pray for him. So we thank God that he has brought Thomas to this line. And then we have praise report from Faye Linton that we prayed for uh, last week. She had the surgery, knee surgery on Wednesday, and it was a successful surgery. She's walking now with little crutch, very minimum pain, and uh, was tested for COVID, and the results are negative. So we thank God, we praise God for where God has brought Faye and for letting Faye know that, you know, COVID is not one of her portions, okay? And so we thank God. We really do praise God with Faye and with everyone else that had praise report but hasn't gotten into our line at this moment. So let us pray. Father God, your word is your word, and it's always true, has never failed. We know that Psalms 100 verse 4 says, enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. We are thankful, Father God. We are so thankful this morning that you have given us that opportunity again, once again, to enter into your courts. We thank you. We bless you. We magnify you for you are God. You are our everlasting God. And we know that your mercy never fails. It's always ready for us anytime we call onto it. So, dear God, this morning we are coming, we are saying, say, Thank you for allowing us to go into the court with praise. We thank you because you have done it again. You did it for faith. So, Father God, we know that there are so many people out there that are rejoicing with faith, that are entering into that court because you have done it again. You said we should come to you. We should believe when we come to you. And so we thank you. You are God that heals. And so we saying, hallelujah be to the Jehovah Rapha that heals. Thank you, Father God. Anytime we call on to that name, we know that name goes out. And it does what it has to do. And that is what that name is for, healing. 
also, because you have done it for faith, we know that you will do it again for Thomas. Thomas Smith. You know Thomas Smith before he was born. You know his name before his he mother, his parents were, you know, conceiving. So, dear God, as you said in Hebrew 4.16, you said that let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace. Find grace to help in time of need. So, dear God, we know that Thomas Smith needed help urgently because there are some cells that you created that are not in order. There are some tissues that when you created, you put some words in it and they are not obeying. They are trying to raise themselves about that word. And so, dear God, this morning as we come, we are saying that those cells, every single cell in Thomas' bloodstream has to obey your word. Because anywhere Jehovah Rapha is, there is healing. Every tissue that is out of order has to be in order in the mighty name of Jesus this morning. We know that you, God, you said by your stripes we are healed. And so we believe that Thomas is healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thomas has a, you know, we are going to use Thomas right now as a point of contact because we know that Thomas is not the only person who is calling out for you this morning. We know that there are so many people out there that are sick. We even know that there are people that cannot even breathe this morning, that they've been, they've been trapped. They've been trapped, and there's a machine that has been hooked onto them. You did not create them with any machine. You are God all by yourself. You don't create anyone that needs any additional apparatus for them to be able to breathe for them to be able to walk, for them to be able to stretch their arms. And so, Father God, this morning, as we are praying for Thomas, we are also calling on to each and every member that is out there, that is out there, that their body is fighting against them. We are calling for a mighty healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalms 107, 19 and 20 says that, Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. You sent your word, and they were healed and delivered them from their destruction. So we thank you for your goodness and for your wonderful words, Father God. We know that you don't fail. Anytime your children call unto you, you do answer. And so we thank you so much that all those people that are out there that are going to receive their healing will come with their praise report in the mighty name of Jesus. So this morning, corporately, we are all saying, now may God himself, you yourself, the Heavenly Father himself, release grace over them and impact total well-being in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Minister Helena. Wow. We declare every prayer request will become a praise report. Pastor Harris has blessed us this morning talking about peace and praying for us that we will have peace, we live in a constant state of peace as we allow the umpire of peace to rule in our hearts. I love it because he said, when he talked about salt, he said salt brings a charge. It charges you that you could connect a light to it and it will light the 
um, light up once salt is added to water. And so we need energy right now. We need to be charged, and it's through peace that we're charged. But also, it's through peace that we're able to overcome fear. It's through the peace of God that we're able to overcome trouble. And that's what the enemy has done. He's robbed people of their peace. I explained that yesterday with the Shudamite woman. She was robbed of her peace until she received a word. Until she received a word. And that's the power of the word. And so the word himself, in the beginning was the word, the word was a God, and the word was God, so it was in the beginning. That's what John 1 and 1 tells us. So the word himself says that he has left us a gift of peace. Peace is a gift to the believer, and that's what we need to understand. He said it's not the, 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 the fragile peace given by the world, but he said his peace is perfect. And because his peace is perfect, we shouldn't yield to fear or be troubled allow trouble to enter our hearts. Instead, we should be courageous. We should be courageous. And I believe that's what it's time to be. It's time to be courageous. We have to stand up. I thank Pastor Harris for what he said as far as our leadership. And that's what we're going to do. I explained and I'll continue to say it. Leadership is never proven in times of peace. Leadership is proven in times of war. But even in times of peace, you can have, I mean, times of war, you can have peace in your heart. When you have peace, you're under control. You're not raging. You know, when boxers are fighting, the boxer who's very skillful, who's not wilding out and angry, going crazy, but he's sticking to his game plan, and he has peace and confidence and he's courageous, that's the one who wins. That's the one who wins. But as he said, you have to allow peace to be behind the wheel and not just allow fear to ride in your backseat because there's nothing worse than a backseat driver. Oh, you should have turned here. It was quicker. It was quicker. We could have got there quicker. You know, no, we don't need backseat drivers. You need to kick fear out of the car. So don't let fear ride the backseat. Let peace grab hold of the wheel. And then peace will mount a guard over your heart and over the mind. Wow. Great job this morning. We need peace right now, especially when the world is full of chaos in the midst of this pandemic. Before we end this morning, our time has gone so fast, I would like to bring Pastor Harris back and see if he has any closing remarks before we end in prayer this morning. Yeah, I, just just one quick nugget, which is um, right now, I know New Destiny as a ministry has great impact in the community, and the community is missing you. The community wants New Destiny back in place. Um, and what I mean by that, not necessarily the four walls, but it's looking for the church just to get 
back to the things that they do to serve that community in a greater way. As you're doing it now, you're going to do it in a greater way. So the people are an extension of Christ. And so, therefore, it's time for the church to solidify itself during these times and engage the community because we are essential. That's all I have, Bishop. Thank you so much. We are essential. And I'm asking you all, as I get ready to pray for you, I'm asking you to pray for me. Going to a series of meetings this week, a series of meetings uh, with our, our church, as I said, uh, yesterday in service with our elders first, and then we're going to, that's first phase, and then we're going to have three phases of various meetings, and you'll hear more about that in, in great detail. And so that's going to happen this week, but also... I need to meet with the mayor's office. I need to meet with the chief of police and officials in, in, in the city, really both cities, the city of Pittsburgh and also the city of Oakland, just to see what are, what's their game plan because they're not talking enough for me. You have to talk to the church. And so since they haven't called us, I'll call them. And so pray for me this week as we begin to, have those series of meetings, speaking with some high-up people in Stanford Hospital this week as well, uh, starting today, and just really trying to grab a, a real understanding on our approach to how we move forward. It's not getting back. I don't think there's ever getting back as much as there's a moving forward. How do we move forward with caution? And how do we begin to embrace life and begin to live again the way God has ordained us to? Because as Pastor Harris said from the Psalms, powerful scripture, he, he, he's brought us through the fire, the water, caused men to ride over our head, but he's brought us out into a wealthy place. When we come out, we're going to come out into a wealthy place. I declare it and decree it. Set your hearts and minds in agreement with that in Jesus' name. Father, we're coming out into a wealthy place. And I pray for every person that's on this line, that, Father, your peace will so bring us stability in their heart, and it will bring us stability in their mind. There any sick among us, Lord God, I declare you be healed in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, from this very moment that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that has risen against us in judgment is condemned and proven to be wrong. I thank you, Father, that this day we're going to walk in your favor. We're going to walk in your goodness. I ask you to keep every person that is upon this line. Bring stability to their minds. Because, Father, it is through your word that we found hope. But in your word, Lord God, it was because of your word and through your word you saved us. In saving us, you delivered us. You revived us. You healed us. And you liberated us. Because of that liberation... I thank you, Lord God, from this moment forward. May we all continue to live in a 
constant state of peace, even in the midst of crisis. This is the day that the Lord has made, and it we shall rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, it's a brand new you, brand new opportunities, and brand new possibilities. Declare it with me this morning. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I am a world overcomer. And dear ones, I boldly declare you shall overcome this. So we thank God for you this morning. We're going to unmute the line in just a second. And as we do, come on, let us let us hear that energy this morning. Let us thank God for the peace of God that he's given us. And I declare in Jesus' name, all is well. Amen. This is Pastor Harris, Minister Helena, and Bishop Smith. We're signing off this morning. God bless you, and may the peace of God continue to be with you.